Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We are so excited that you are here and are praying that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ. So we are continuing today to walk through our study of Matthew's gospel and his account of Jesus. And if you remember, we are going through now the Sermon on the Mount. That's Matthew 5 through 7. And I want us to have this question in mind. It's a question that I wish I would have asked in the previous podcast in Matthew chapter 5. But it's a question we're going to ask now. And I kind of want it to be on the forefront of our minds as we go through this book. Is to ask this question to ourselves every time we read it. Am I living like a member of the kingdom of God? Am I living like a member of the kingdom of God? Because if you remember, when we get to Matthew chapter 5, we've already seen two mentions of God's kingdom in chapter 4, but it's there in Matthew chapter 5 that Jesus really begins to expand upon and talk about what his kingdom is, and and even more specifically than that, what the citizens of his kingdom are to act like. So if you say that you've placed your faith in Christ and you're in the kingdom of God, that holds you and elevates you to a different standard of living, right? So what does a citizen of the kingdom of God look like? And so I want us to be asking that question as we're walking through the next few weeks of this podcast. But specifically here, I think it's funny because if you remember, we've talked about all through the book of Matthew already, how Matthew is essentially setting up an arrangement and he's uh, structuring his gospel so that we see the parallels between Jesus and Moses. But, but it's not simply just these parallels to say, okay, Jesus is similar to Moses or Moses is similar to Jesus. That That is it in part, but he's showing us that Jesus is greater than Moses. Right? So, so Jesus is not on the same plane as Moses, but Jesus is greater than Moses. Remember we talked about in Matthew chapter 1 how Jesus is the answer and the thing that the Old Testament people would have been looking for. Right, So Jesus is what it's all about. So you can honestly, if you're, if you're honest with yourself when you read Matthew, you can kind of see where possibly a way to take that would be, okay, well, we love Moses and we love the Old Testament, but now if Jesus is really greater, if Jesus is better than those things, then we don't really need the Old Testament anymore, right? We don't really need Moses anymore because if Jesus is better, then okay, then we don't need the old stuff anymore, right? And so you can maybe see how that could be a train of thought that you could have. And I love the way that Matthew structures his gospel because here he basically silences that thought. If anyone's thinking that, okay, let's just get rid of the Old Testament and follow Jesus, Matthew wants to make sure we understand that that's not what Jesus is doing, okay? And so Jesus here begins to talk about how he did not come to do away and he did not come to abolish the law and the prophets, but actually he's come to fulfill them. And I love what Jesus says in verse 18. He says, truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until it's all accomplished. So Jesus basically says every single word, every single letter, every single punctuation mark of the law is not going to be thrown away, but it's going to be fulfilled in him. And it's going to be filled in the work of the kingdom of God. And so Jesus, is. this does not sound like a man who's trying to throw away the Old Testament. If anything, it sounds like a man who's elevating the Old Testament, saying, man, the Old Testament spoke to things that are happening now. It spoke to what I was going to do, and I've come to fulfill all of those things. And so remember our question, 
that we're asking, am I living like a member of the citizen of the kingdom of God? Because I hope that you want to live that way. If you would say that you're a citizen of the kingdom of God, if you've placed your faith in Christ, I would hope that's the way you want to live, that you would want to live like a citizen of that kingdom. And so listen to what Jesus says in verse 19. He says this, he says, therefore, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So according to Jesus, here's what he's saying. A member and a citizen of the kingdom of God does not look like someone who throws away the Old Testament, but someone who lives out that, right? Someone who wants to do the word, who wants to do the commands of God, who doesn't take God's laws and throw them in the trash, but says, you know what? I want to live. I want to love my neighbor. I I want to meet others' needs. I I want to not commit adultery. I want to not murder, as Jesus is about to talk about in the next two sections of verses. It's not someone who wants to throw away the law, but it's someone who wants to say, man, I want to do what God's word tells me to do. Now, you might be asking, okay, so does this mean that we're forced into this religious box where uh, my entire religiousness and my entire righteousness is found on just dotting off a bunch of I's and crossing a bunch of T's and doing all these religious things? Well, no, because what does Jesus go on to say? He says in verse 20, for I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of God. Well, see, the scribes and Pharisees, these were men who were able to dot every I and cross every T of the law. They they were men who were able, and they were often doing all these things, and the world would have looked at them and saw them as people who were really obeying the words of the Old Testament. But Jesus says, actually, you have to be greater than that to enter into the kingdom of heaven. So what is Jesus saying? He's saying that he's come to do a work that's far greater than just behavior modification, that's far greater than just getting you to do a bunch of do's and don't do a bunch of don'ts. But Jesus has come so that there might be a change within our heart. That Jesus has come to make spiritually dead people alive again. And so when Jesus changes your heart... That doesn't mean you say, okay, now I got to change your heart. Uh, I'm just going to throw away the Old Testament. I'm going to throw away God's word. I'm going to throw away the law. No, when we have that change of heart, we're saved by faith through Christ, not in our ability to keep the law, but when we're saved in that way, man, I want to do the law, right? I I want to do what God's word says, not because my righteousness depends on it, but I've been given the righteousness of Christ. And so I want to respond in obedience to what God has done in my life. It reminds me of James chapter two, where he says, faith without works is dead. It's not saying that our works save us, but it's saying that when we have genuine faith, works should be bound to follow them. And so it should be bound to follow our faith. And so let me ask you that question. Are you living like a citizen of the kingdom of God? Can you say that you're actively striving to keep God's word and trying to live out his commandments, resting in the fact that you're not saved because you can keep them. You're saved because of Christ and what Jesus did for you. But knowing good and well that when you've received that salvation and you've been brought in and welcomed and adopted into the kingdom of God, then out of obedience to what God has done in my 
my life. I want to keep his word. And so let me just have you ask that question yourself today. Am I living like a member of the kingdom of God? Uh, That's a pretty good question to ask ourselves as we go day in and day out. So I love you, and thank you for checking in today. Send this podcast to someone. Subscribe if you haven't already. And we pray that it's an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ as we continually try to point you to Jesus. We love you. Hope you have a great day. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.